Welcome into a Toast Film, everybody. I'm one of your hosts, Trey. And I'm one of your hosts, Ebo. And guys, we are bringing you quite possibly one of the toughest podcast episodes ever mm-hmm. because it had the toughest list in there. Mm-hmm. And we're also going to be bringing you a tough review. So it could go either way, but Oh, any, Lord. Why don't you tell them what we got going for them today? Well, guys, today, you know, it's part two of our two weeks of independent horror. Mm-hmm. You know, last week we showed a lot of love to Dark Sky Films. Yep. This week we're showing love to A24. Mm-hmm. This is the company that brought us things such as Hereditary, Midsommar, mm-hmm. Ex Machina, X, yep. which we recently reviewed. Absolutely. And on today's episode, we have Men. Yeah. And boy, let me tell you, we got an interesting review coming for y'all. Yes. And then we will be doing a A24 Top 5, which me and Trey can concur, possibly the hardest list we have ever done. Easily. Because, yeah, there's bad movies from A24, but there are so many good ones. Well, and there's 112 movies. Yeah. And I could easily say that there's 40 good ones out of that. And then there was 20 great ones. Yeah. So when I got down to 12... And 10 phenomenal ones. Yes. I mean, we had to really cut some some heartbreakers. But, you know, that's what makes it fun. That is. And also, last week we had, you know, Terrapin. Yeah. And this week we are cheersing with Terrapin. Yeah. So this time, though, we have the pastime pale ale, you know, Terrapin's brewed in Georgia. Yeah. Where we're located. And this one, it's an Atlanta Braves-inspired can, so it has the Atlanta Braves A. Right. So we were thinking A24. Yep. You know, this has a giant A on the can, similar to the A24. And, you know, there's always, like, a player number 24 in baseball. You know. Makes sense. So it just just works. So, Trey, what do you think? This beer is so good. It's one of the smoothest IPAs I've ever had. I, I've already almost finished my whole beer. I'm ready for another one, man. Oh, look at this. It even like talks about the Braves. I love the yeah. can. Can's great. And, you know, it's I love representing a hometown beer. Yeah. So just being in Georgia is always great. And the Braves actually won something for once. Yes. So I we're honoring A24 and the Braves with this. So, yeah, definitely great drinkable beer. Go out and try this one, guys. All right. But let me set the stage let's for what's it. going to be... An interesting review, to say the least. Yes. Don't worry, no spoilers, because honestly, if we spoiled it, you probably wouldn't believe us. Yeah. I mean, we could tell you just about anything. Yeah. But, uh, so this is from Alex Garland, who, coming into this, had us very excited, because he's the writer-director of Ex Machina. Phenomenal movie. Alicia Vikander, Dom Hall Gleason, Oscar Isaac. Yeah. He also wrote and directed Annihilation, mm-hmm. you know, which had Natalie Portman, Oscar Isaacs. Mm-hmm. So coming into this, you know, we have a lot of hope. Yeah. And so this story, this woman, she witnesses her husband killing himself. She decides to take a nice little getaway to the English countryside. And then she starts getting kind of terrorized. Mm-hmm. Let me say one thing that I love about this movie before we get into all the ups and downs, let's just say. Yeah. This movie has seven actors slash actresses. Yeah. Only seven. Yeah. Rory Kinnear plays all the men in the city. Right. 
And then they have um, our lead, which is Harper, played by Jesse Buckley. We have her friend, who she Skypes with, the police operator, mm-hmm. the female policeman, um, her fiancé slash husband, whatever you want to call him, and then a child, but I'm not going to explain what the child comes into. Yeah. Because, whoa. Yeah. Trey, what are your initial thoughts? So, this is a movie... I'm glad we didn't review the night of because yes. you have to simmer on this one. You have to sit. Let me tell you initially, I love Alex Garland. Yes. Love the director and could not have been more excited about this movie. I mean, we saw this opening weekend. Yes. And I anything Alex Garland, I'm going I'm to jump to. Um, so let me start out by saying that this movie, along with many other reviews you're going to hear out there, is... A great two-thirds of a movie. Yes. This movie had great mystery going in. Yes. It had decent pacing. It had some interesting horror elements. Although not jump scares, it does just have some eeriness to it. A lot of eeriness. A lot of eeriness and phenomenal acting. Yeah. Phenomenal acting. So, and like I said... The main thing about this, two-thirds of the way in, the mystery, phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. I mean, I want to know. I mean, based on what you get the first two-thirds of this movie, I could have, this movie could have gone on another hour and a half Mm -hmm. from that point with the setup it gives us. Because you're just so curious. You know what I mean? You're like, what is going on? Like, I just need to know. Yeah, there's a lot going on with this movie. Um... But initial reaction, um, before I give a deeper dive, because I want to get to your thoughts first. Um, yeah, uh, a disappointed finale. Um, Dude, you literally just took the words I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> if I could describe this in one word, it's disappointed. Because my initial thought is, wow, you truly had what could have been a great film. Yeah. But you didn't stick the landing. Yeah. Because the overall message, even though to me at the end it gets sloppy. Yeah. The overall message in this is good. Yeah, like, I, I'm fine with he it. He wrote it well. It was acted and... Um, it was acted superbly. It was acted... I'm, I'm blanking on a word, but basically like they brought to light... <laughs> the idea well yeah but then it just several things i needed it wrapped up nicer yeah if he was gonna go the route which he went yeah i needed a few more things explained yeah i agree i agree but let's let's talk about the positives since we we've both given initial reactions positive creep factor great creep factor acting is 10 out of 10 Oh, yeah, like, Rory Kinnear, all he does with his different characters, yeah, I thought was really interesting because he portrays, I think I lost count, but I think it's, like, around eight. Yeah. Because you have a priest, child, two bar guys, mm-hmm. bartender, policeman, um, the guy who lives next door, yeah, and the Greenman. Yeah, so I was right, eight. Yeah. And I think he brings something subtle but distinct to each one. Yes, absolutely. And then um, 
our lead actress, Harper. Yeah, Jesse Buckley. Yeah. I thought she... So, I think she acted phenomenally. I do, too. Everything you would want in this kind of creepy movie. Yeah. I just think the writing wasn't great for her. Yeah. Because, to me, they needed to add more trauma to her backstory. Yeah. Or they needed to make her, like, act a little more realistic. Yeah. Because I don't think her reactions to most things that happened were how people react. I'll tell yeah. you, it's not how I would react. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Um, uh, another another positive I would say is I, I truly like the pacing. I mean, some people aren't going to like the pacing, um, but I thought for what it was, I thought the pacing was good. It gave me just enough when it was slow to bring me back in. So, I agree with you wholeheartedly, except, as I told you during the movie, I was not a fan of the score. Mm. They did this kind of, like, Gaelic, like... Yeah, see, and I like that. I think that can work, but you have to be... You have to use it smartly, like when the Northmen used it. Yeah. You have to have it set the tone, and I don't think the tone was set for Mm. that. But I do agree with you. Yeah. That aside, I think even as slow-paced as this movie is, the pacing works. Yeah. Because you're getting really interested in everything that's happening. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's upping the creep factor. As far as the negatives, um, we've already touched on the fact that the main, you know, protagonist didn't really make some of the decisions we would have agreed with. Let me just tell you, a girl didn't have the will to live. Uh, Apparently not. Even though... You know, well, others you know. would say she did. Yeah, but this when we tell you that this script got derailed at the end, Which I mean, I really it hate got derailed because I don't want to spoil what like the overarching theme is. Yeah. but I mean, unless you like literally don't watch the movie, yeah, you won't be able to figure <laughs> out the theme. And I think it it was done well, but that ending. And then several things that they just didn't stick the landing. Yeah, and you know, I another thing I gotta say is I loved the design of the creature. Yes, like in the face when yeah. it came to the finale. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. Yeah. I thought that was. I great. like that. I like all the, the designs of each character. Yeah, like each one's you know look, each one's. You know, the way they dressed or yeah. didn't dress. Mm-hmm. I liked all that. Um, another huge negative for me is this movie had too much lingering. Mm. I don't mind lingering if that's your whole deal. Yeah. Like, if I'm going to watch a Terrence Malick movie, mm-hmm. which I try not to, mm-hmm. if I'm going to, I walk in with the understanding he's going to linger just mm-hmm. endlessly on each thing. Yeah. But with this one... You have a good enough plot and good enough theming that I don't think you have to sit there and linger as long. Yeah, yeah. And it was just simple things like she takes a walk in the woods and there's just... You almost think she's high because of the way she lingers. And that I was okay with. I know I know you it weren't... It just didn't work for me. I, I, needed I was totally something fine with like, that. I'll tell you what it was. If she, when she talked to her friend the first time... Mm-hmm. If she had just said, 
you know, my whole life I was raised in the city, and I just never realized, you know, how amazing just taking a stroll in the forest could be. Yeah. Like, I just needed something like that to explain her awe, because she was looking at it like someone who was blind and suddenly could see. I think, you know, we don't have to debate on her or anything, but yeah. I, I, I think it was explained enough to the fact where she had been through so much, she almost had a high feeling because it was cathartic for her to get away. Which I could get So, to me, like... Like, for me, if if I got away from my 9 to 5 and I took a week out in the woods and I was walking around, I would probably just be looking around just being like, <laughs> thank God I'm a, looking around enjoying the beauty and just away from my daily reality. You know what I, I mean? I, I see, but you know, it's just, I don't know. There was that and then some other things like uh, at the end when it's getting derailed. Yeah. I thought those shots were kind of lingering. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So... But here's the question. I'm curious to know your review, mm-hmm. your rating review. So, for new listeners, if mm-hmm. there's any, my rule is a movie, no matter what, starts at three stars. Mm-hmm. Just for being a film. Yeah. And stars get added and or deducted based on the film itself Mm -hmm. but everybody starts at three Mm -hmm. i don't care whether you're a 20 you know dollar budget or a 20 million right like i base everything at three this one for me was so tough because i thought the overarching theme you know what this truly means when it comes to harper and the men in this town. Yeah. I thought they did a great job on that. And I thought that all the performances were great. I just think that my issues with like the score, the lingering. Because, I mean, this movie is only an hour 40. Mm-hmm. But honestly, this could have been a 90-minute film. Yeah. There's not 10 minutes easily could have been cut out. Yeah. But that ending just ruined it for me that and mixed with her survival instincts were almost so bad that you could tell it was advancing the script yeah like they there was no reason for her to. let me let me add to that her survival skills were so bad it made you question the reality yeah. I, I wondered sometimes, I was like, is this real or is it not real? Which, you know, would be good yeah. in this type of movie because of the things happening. Right. But when it comes to that, you shouldn't be wondering, that shouldn't be the th- right. one thing. Right. It should be the other thing. Exactly. But overall, and maybe I can adjust it down the line, but I would have to give it a 2.3. 2.3? Because I think... The film was directed well. Yeah. I think it was shot great. Yeah. Like, they put a lot of effort into this. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I cannot say one bad thing about the actors or actresses involved. Right. It's just this movie had was almost to the top of the mountain, and they tripped on their shoelaces. Yeah. 
That is fair. I I would not argue that review at all and that that um, rating at mm-hmm. all. Um, I had some time to simmer on it and think, and I think at the end of the day, I found a couple more things I liked than disliked. But at the end of the day, that ending that would ending, just derailed man. it so much. And since we talked, like I said, I found a couple extra things that after thinking about the movie and talking myself through it, I answered some of my own questions. Mm-hmm. So it didn't, it wasn't as just oblivious as I thought it was when I came out. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, I give this movie a 3.1. Oh. So it's just over three because I think the acting was so well. I think it deserves it. And some great scenes that will stick with me. Like when she was enjoying the countryside yeah. and she takes the picture for the first yes. time. That scene and then the one when... When she's walking through the house. When she's walking yes. through the house. There are just some scenes, some great scenes that I had to give it a three just because these things will stick with me forever. And so a three one. Okay. One for me. I like it. Well, yeah. you know, now that we've reviewed this... Yeah. Let's get into our list. Okay. So, A24 started in 2012, mm-hmm. based out of New York City. Yep. Just this year alone, we've already had five A24 films released. God. The Sky is Everywhere, After Yang, X, which we reviewed, Everything Everywhere All at Once, which we reviewed, Men, which we reviewed, mm-hmm. and then upcoming, we have Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. And Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Mm. Which I am very excited for Bodies, Bodies, Yeah, bodies. I am too. And I don't like Pete Davidson. I don't mind I him. think he tries too hard. Yeah. So, the fact that I'm super excited, even though he seems to be the lead, uh-huh. and I'm calling it now, he's one of the killers. Yeah? Yeah, I'm 100% calling that. <laughs> you might be right. But, so, you know, over 100 films, like you've said. Yeah. Just seven... Maybe even more will come out this year. Yeah. So, Trey, what did you end up with your list? This one was a heartbreaker, guys. But we're going to dive in. Okay, before you start, though. So, typically, we, you know, I chime in on Trey's. But if I have ones on my list that he has... Mm -hmm. I'm going to be kind of quiet, mm-hmm. but if I don't have it on my list, I am going to be chiming in. So if y'all hear me be quiet, just know that's because I have some thoughts yeah. that I'm saving. Okay, gotcha. At number... Actually, I don't think we have any crossovers. You don't? I don't think so. Maybe one. Okay. I think we might have one crossover. Well, we'll find out. Did you say you have some honorable mentions? Oh, yes. Oh, so for the first time ever, though... Before we get into the good list, mm-hmm. Trey hit me with a curveball and said, we're going to do our top five, but I also want you to present what you think is the worst A24 film. Yeah. Trey, did you remember to do that? I I was just really wanting to throw one out at you because I know you're such an A24 uh-huh. fan. I just wanted to throw in one. I'll look over the list, see if I can come up with one. Well, but for me, there are five A24 films I dislike. Uh-huh. Eighth grade, I think it shows what's wrong with the generation after us. <laughs> the Bling Ring, same thing, just older people. Yeah. Florida Project, which I know Trey likes, mm-hmm. but I extremely dislike that movie. And mid-90s, just a bunch of skateboard punks, but it doesn't like 
show you why you should care. Yeah. But what I ultimately think is the worst A24 film is Spring Breakers. <laughs> yeah, man, I might have to agree with you on that one. It's a movie where you have these kind of shitty, you know, up just up their own ass girls who trying to get fame and money they go with this rapper who's James Franco and they're just despicable human beings. Yeah. And of course you they got a couple of them that they try and show oh well they're actually good you know they were just in a bad situation. I don't care. Don't show yeah. me that. Either in those type of movies commit because maybe I have a movie on my list. Yeah. Commit to the fact that they're a terrible person. Yeah. Don't try and make them justified. Yeah. In being terrible. I I think that is a fantastic one. And I would second that, but I want to just give some variety. Yeah. So, Tusk is mine. And I, you know, that one, I just try to forget. Yeah. Because I will go on record and say, possibly, not confirm, but just, you know, since we're talking about it, if I could name five movies throughout history of cinema, so as far back as films go, if I yeah. could name five movies that had a amazing idea and failed beyond recognition mm -hmm. not like men yeah where it was going good and yeah. then you can't stick the finish right because the finish is the hardest part yeah movie. absolutely tusk though is such a awful film oh. that fooled us with the coolest idea yeah yeah it, it i, I can agree with that cast too yeah i know what a shame what a shame but that's one i watched once never will watch it again yeah so basically sum it up i mean it's so old i don't care if it's it's it. human centipede guys but with a walrus <laughs> kind of so basically justin long he gets kidnapped by this guy mm -hmm. who like disables the use of his legs mm -hmm. and arms and then sews human corpses onto him to make him look like a walrus yeah and instead of actually trying to make like a cool looking creature, mm -hmm. they just use the cheapest looking rubber costume yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. And then he ends up in a zoo with them. Yeah. Yeah, because you would actually have that in public. <laughs> you wouldn't like a kill him. Yeah. Or be like have that somewhere. No. Just yeah. Let the kids see it. It, it was it was a disaster, guys. So yeah, good good two choices if I do say so myself. Yeah. But let me dive into my two honorable okay. mentions. Two honorable mentions. I, I dig it. I, I had to, man. Yeah. It was so tough. Number one, Enemy. Okay, I know you love this movie. I love the director. Spider. Love the director. And yes, what a crazy... <laughs> that is something that I love. You finish an ending like that, people are going to research it. Yeah. They want to know why yeah. that is there. And that's a horrific ending. Yeah. That thing was creepy looking. But Jake Gyllenhaal, giving, and Jake Gyllenhaal, and Jake Gyllenhaal giving <laughs> wonderful performances as usual. One of the best actors I think playing the game right now. I mean, the fact that Jake Gyllenhaal is Bubble Boy, 
Um, the guy's an enemy. Mm-hmm. Uh, ambulance. Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. Okja. He was the one in the Boston, you know. Yeah, um, like, Jake Gyllenhaal's got range. Uh, he's amazing. Mysterio. Yeah, Mysterio's I amazing. I He, this movie was so fantastic. It was very captivating. Yes. I loved the concept about that. You find somebody that looks just like you. You're in a funk. You want to switch lives. The actor wants out the spotlight. You're boring. You want in the spotlight. Like, you swap girlfriends. No one knows. And it, you also add that psychological aspect of, is this actually happening? You know? I'm not a fan, like, mm. big time of the movie. Yeah. But I do think that this movie is just so well made and so well acted. And it's it's underrated. It's hidden. Yeah, not it a really lot of people is. know about this movie. So I wanted to bring that up. Nice. I appreciate that. At, num- at the number one honorable mention, and it pains me not put this one on there, Locke. Oh yeah, I am in that dog. Oh man, I I have it on Blu-ray, and it's a it's Bane. It is. My it's, name is Luck. It was Tom Hardy when he was becoming Tom Hardy. Yeah, this was After one those, Inception got him noticed. Yes, this was one of those movies that put him on the map. Um, but it's tricky because not many actors can do a tour de force. Mm-hmm. Like Tom Hardy did, where you were a one-man show. Well, dude, I mean, he also did Bronson. Yeah. Which, like, yeah, Tom really Hardy, good. man. Yeah. Like, I will talk bad about him all the time about Venom. But, I mean, you look at Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. He's an excellent. Incredible actor. An excellent actor. I mean, you know, I'm not a fan of Inception. Love But I'll tell anybody, Inception is why I'm a fan of Tom Hardy. Yeah. He's great, man. You have to think bigger, darling. <laughs> yeah, he's just so good at what he does. I mean, even him and Chris Pine in that movie, This Means War. Yeah. Like, dumb movie, but yeah. him and Chris Pine are such good actors. Mm-hmm. And Reese. Yeah. Like, they made that a worth-watching yeah. movie. Warrior. Ah. Uh, I mean, uh, Warrior. But look at the shows. Peaky Blinders, Taboo. Y'all like, want to talk about a five-star movie. Oh, Warrior. Man. But Amazing. that's another discussion. Another time. But so this these movie, are your official... Top five? Yeah, visual top five. Like I said, with Locke, just such a good story. And to be able to make a good movie with one actor and one performance, that's how you know it needs to be recognized. So I had to put on the list because you feel like you're in that car with him when you're understanding what's going on and where he's even driving to. So good. His name is Locke. And there you go. That was... This was the story of Bane, guys. Was the story of Bane. But... Anyways, diving into my number five. All right, number five. Number five is Free Fire. (laughs) I love this movie so much. I've probably seen it four times because here's the thing. I don't know if you know this. Movie's an hour ten. Oh, yeah. Hour ten of lean, mean, comedy, action machine, man. I will say, Free Fire is not high on my list Mm. of, like, movies. But that movie's got some great one-liners, man. Great one-liners. Because these great folks actors. are just idiots. Yes, great actors. And here's the thing, based on true story. Loosely based on true story. Oh, loosely. But, Hello. man, it is hilarious. I had to add that one to the list. Number four. Okay. Hereditary. Amazing, amazing movie. This is Ari Aster at his absolute finest. Can I tell y'all? 
I might put this one scene in Hereditary. And it's an old movie, so I would normally spoil this, but this, I, I cannot spoil if you haven't seen the movie. Yeah. This, something happens early in Hereditary that genuinely shocked me. Yeah. And it's hard to, like, like sh- I can be shocked for, like, <laughs> something like at the end of Men, where I'm just like, what is happening? Yeah. But, like, the trailer fools you hook, line, and yeah. sinker. Oh man! So when a certain thing happens, yes, in Hereditary, I was my jaw was on the ground. They, the writing was phenomenal, yeah. and the cinematography was yeah. possibly the best in all A twenty four films. I don't know if I go that far, but I did love the dollhouses. The way they were playing with aspects with these yeah. dollhouses. Yes. Where they would start on the dollhouse, and mm. the closer they get, mm-hmm. it's turning into the real house. Yeah. And then the scenes in the eyes oh, yeah. were phenomenal. And then outside with the lighting. Oh, well, just... and then simple things with um sound. Like with, um, which wolf is in it? Is it Alex Wolf? Yeah. Or the other wolf? I think it's Alex. Oh, uh, Alex Wolf when he's sitting in his classroom. And then all of a sudden, you just hear. Yeah. And as loud as possible. Yeah. Hereditary. One of the best horror films we've gotten in the past few years, I had to add this to the list. There's no question. And then Tony Collette, she got Dude, robbed. I love Tony She Collette. got robbed at the Oscars for her performance. Robbed. You know, I walked outside her office one time. Did you really? Yeah, on a show that's currently streaming on HBO. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Dude, which I can't wait to give an update to the viewers when we can, you know. But, um... Yeah, number four. I had to add to Hereditary. I am number four. Number three. Ooh, we're getting into the tizzy top. This should come as no surprise to you. Green Room. Yeah, I I, I don't get it. It's bloody. I, I it's don't get it. action-packed, and it is tense. It Trey is tense. loves this movie. Oh, man. I gave it, like, a it's it review. Mm. I just, I, I don't get it. I mean, yeah, it's, it's got Patrick Stewart in it. I mean, that's so all you Charlie need. Charlie Angels 2019. That's all you need. But it also has, you know, our main man, um, oh my gosh, Antoine, um, Anton something. I can't think of his He died. He was in uh, Odd Thomas. Oh, Anton Yelkin. Anton Yelton, yeah. Ah. Uh. Yeah, had him in it. Had some great cast. And like I said, it's this group finds their way into a alt-right Nazi-style yeah. bar and is trying to find their way out. Slowly they realize they're not going to be able to get out and they're fighting their way out. This movie is brutal. It is fun. The acting's great. And guys, it is bloody. And that is what I like <laughs> about this. You see you see limbs getting blown off with shotguns. Lambs. It's amazing. At number two... Ooh, number two. Ex Machina. This movie, Trey, can I tell the story? Please. So guys, sidebar with me real quick. Before we get into Trey's review Mm -hmm. of just, if you want an incredible acting movie, if you want to see like great acting 101, watch Ex Machina. Yeah. Because Oscar Isaac, Dom Hall Gleason, and Alicia Vikander, phenomenal. Yeah. Let me tell y'all about we went to see this. Me and Trey went to a showing 
at 10.30 p.m. Yep. On, like, a Tuesday night. Yeah. Random weekday. 10.30 at night, mind you. Mm-hmm. Not a long movie. Under two hours. Yeah. Over an hour into this movie. So you got 20 or so minutes of previews, then the movie. Yep. So over an hour into the when the movie started. Mm-hmm. Not when the advertised time was, because you got to give time for previews. Right. But when it started. This person just walks into the theater. Yeah. We're like, who the hell is this person? Mm-hmm. And then they sit down, and me and Trey did not see them. Yeah. Did not see them at all. Once they sat down, we were watching the movie, and we looked back down, and they were gone. And I even stood in my chair, yeah. and I could not see them. Exactly. But we heard noises. Yeah. And me and Trey were like, Trey, I swear to God, if we look down the stairs, and we yeah. see it crawling up the stairs. Oh my God. But dude. then like 20 minutes passed after we're just being paranoid, because we're like, is this person like... Like, what are they doing? Because yeah. we just heard noises. Yeah. 20 minutes later, they leave. Yeah. And so then we were just like, oh my God. And then we went to... But you remember, we look up later, don't know how, don't know where, we found him in another seat. That's right. We found him in another seat yeah. to the right. And yeah. we're like, when did he get there? Yeah. It made no sense. It was very weird. Especially because yeah. this movie is a creepy movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Kind of a tense movie at yeah. parts. And then we went to Steak and Chick afterwards, and uh, mm. that's another story for another yeah. day. Great experience. I'm but a, I'm a phenomenal movie. But Trey, yeah. tell us about Ex Machina, your feelings. I love everything about Ex Machina. It, it's the reason Alex Garland was put on my radar. And then Annihilation was the cherry that solidified this is one of my favorite directors. Until men. But, other, <laughs> but we, you know, we've already talked about that. But... Alex Garland, as a directorial debut, he did everything your first film needs to be. It's phenomenal acting, competent storyline, and just a beautifully tense and scary movie with an amazing ending. With an ending that finishes. Great ending. Ending that finishes, man. And Alicia Vikander. Yeah. So beautiful. Yeah. And... The thing I love about it is I found myself constantly talking in the movie like, okay, is Oscar Isaac bad? Is he good? Yes. Is he bad? Is this he good? Mo- that movie has a lot to do with morals. Yeah, yeah. And uh, amazing. Amazing movie. Is your number one Annihilation? That's not A24. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So you only made one movie that's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And you know why? I think it's budget-related. Mm. Same reason The Northman's not. Because if you notice, The Witch and Lighthouse are both because their budget was low. But The Northman's budget's high. I don't think A24 does high, high budget movies. Because, no, if Annihilation was on here, it would definitely be my number one. Yeah, you're right. It's not. Yeah. I just had to double check. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that's wild, man. Well, any guesses on my number one? Uh, If you'll give me two seconds. Yes. All right. You'll never guess it. So, God, okay, I'll tell you what, I've narrowed down to three movies. Okay. And just because, you know, I'm trying not to give dead, you know, Mike. Yeah. But I just know how much you love these films, mm-hmm. and you haven't said any of them. So I'm going to say Everything Everywhere All at Once, uh, The Green Knight, or Good Times. 
None of those. None wow. Of those. Although, great, great finds because all of those I loved. Those were all my top 12. Yeah. I had to exit out and it hurt me. So what's number one? One of the most beautiful movies, own it on Blu-ray, and I've only seen it once because it's such a hard watch. But it, it deserves to be number one. It's phenomenal. Is it the movie about the puppy killer? Puppy the dog killer? Which one's that? Under the Silver Lake. No, nah. Okay. No, no. Room. Oh. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. All right, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. One of the best movies with based on a true story that you're constantly just, your jaw is dropped because you're living, you're growing and living this world with this boy who has been born in this five by six room and he hasn't seen anything, no windows, no nothing. And it also brings up really hot topic, you know, hot button issues going in the world on the world today, you know, that you have to ask yourself. But what a movie, powerful acting, and it's a tearjerker. And another strong finish. Another strong finish. This movie, this is a five star movie. I just don't talk about it a lot, but I own it on Blu ray, and I would tell anyone to see it. And I didn't know it was A24 until I looked at it and I said, it's, that's going on my list. And at the end of the day, like I said, it's because all the movies, I put that at number one because that is a movie I know anyone could see. It's a tough watch, but not everyone's going to watch horror movie. Not everyone's going to watch Green Room with blood going you know, off. This movie has a purpose. You know what I mean? That's why it's number one, dude. That's, uh, that's it, man. All right, good yeah. to know. All right, so I do have one honorable mention. Okay. And that is the monster. Mm. This mother and her daughter who are kind of fighting. Yeah. They're driving one night, it's raining, it's dark, mm -hmm. and they hit something. Well, then their car gets messed up, and the body disappears. Mm. And then the tow man comes, and the tow man gets killed. Mm. So now they know... At first, they were speculating, but now they know something mm. is out there. Yeah. And their car doesn't work. Mm. So they know they're safe in the car. Yeah. But how long can you stay in your car? Right. The only reason I put this in honorable mention is there's so many comparable films. Films like Animal, which we're very high on. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of other films yeah. where you could get this kind of fix. Sure. But I just think it's a solid movie. Yeah. It's nothing to write home about. Yeah. But it is a solid watch, especially on a Friday, Saturday night. Such a solid watch that I may go home and watch it tonight because you've got me interested Dude, in it. fun time, man. It really is, man. All right, so my actual top five now. Okay. At number five is How to Talk to Girls at Parties. Ah. So this movie, the less you know going into it, the better. Okay. But I will tell you three things about it. Mm -hmm. One... It is set in British punk rock scene. Mm. So, like, everybody's British punk rock. A lot of Battle of the Bands. A lot of yeah. brawls. You know, a bunch of, oi! Yeah. You know, fighting. Mix that with these very peculiar aliens. Okay. And mix that with 
someone that we love who always brings in. That's Elle Fanning. Yes. And you have a really just cute, that interesting look, movie. That did look really good. It's, let me tell you, there's some interesting things that happen. Oh, I bet. Oh, and Nicole Kidman is in it as this mm-hmm. punk rocker. She's like basically like a Joan Jett oh, man. type in it. But, hey, at least she's not telling us how to not watch a movie. Right. Like that stupid AMC commercial. Yeah. Nicole, you're better than that. <laughs> All right, so at number four is Zola. Oh. So this movie is based on a Twitter thread, Mm. but it is such an interesting movie. Mm. So Riley Cano, is that how you say it? Yeah. Mm. She is the granddaughter of Elvis? Yep. So she, phenomenal actress, Mm -hmm. even in a bad movie. Yeah. uh, She is so good. And in this one, she plays just this horrifically bad person. Yeah. She's a prostitute, she's terrible, but she has such a draw about her that she sucks this poor girl into her, you know, coming with her, this girl she doesn't even know, right? sucks her into coming with her to a different state, Mm -hmm. and she gets caught up in all this illegal activity, threatened, almost sold into human trafficking. Like, this is a wild, uncomfortable movie, but... I just think it didn't get enough talk because these two girls give great performances. Mm. But man, let me tell you, it's a tough watch because nothing good happens in this movie to these people. Golly, man. But at number three is Room. The reason Brie Larson Mm -hmm. is Captain Marvel is because of Room. Yeah. The reason Brie Larson is known to all of us is because of Room. I mean, I don't care what she did before it. I don't care what she did after it. Mm -hmm. But the incredibly heart-wrenching performance she gave in this Mm -hmm. movie and the young boy, which, if I'm not mistaken, both were nominated for Oscars. And I think the boy won. I I think so. I know they were both nominated. I know the film was nominated for Best Picture. All kinds of nominations. I mean, this movie racked up nominations. As it deserves I don't remember how many it won, but like Trey said, I own this movie on Blu-ray. Yeah. Have I ever watched the Blu-ray? No. Because you have to know going into it what just, like, this woman was essentially kidnapped. She was raped gives birth to this boy and this boy's never been outside yeah he has only known this room for his entire life and then eventually he gets out and you know he doesn't know what to do like he doesn't know how to live because that's all he's known like imagine if you were in a basement because that's basically equivalent i mean it did have one skylight yeah but imagine you're in a basement your entire life till you're 12 and then you're like, oh, by the way, you know, there's this entire world. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's traumatizing. Yeah. And so, just phenomenal acting, though. And I just love it so much. Uh, man, I'm so happy that, I don't know if we have multiple crossovers. That's the only crossover. I'm glad, and I thought so. I said, yeah. I could see two. Um, so, number two is Ladybird. See, Orzy Ronan okay, I figured that is an actress that I just admire because she is so good. I mean, the Lovely Bones, Little Women, 
and Ladybird, which is just this story about this just girl that is just so bad. Yeah. And always fighting with her mom and her friends. Mm -hmm. And one of the funniest scenes, though, in a movie is her mom's yelling at her. And she (laughs) throws herself out of the car. (laughs) And her mom... "Ah!" Yep, exactly, man. Phenomenal movie, and you know, Cesar and she she deserves so much better. Yeah, she's great, great movie. Yeah, but number one, Trey and I watched a movie. I barely knew anything about this movie, but when I tell you, and I am being one hundred percent genuine when I say this, when I tell you. The most tense experience yeah. I have ever had watching a movie yeah. is climax. Yeah. That's how I made climax, one word. Yeah. So this movie revolves around a French dance studio. Yeah. Based on true story. And these people, it opens with a just brilliant and breathtaking one shot where it's ten minute dance session. 10 minutes maybe even a little over 10 minutes where it's just one big number and it's yeah. shot with one like they never cut away yeah oh, and just so good it man. goes above them it goes yeah. below them like and all these people are dancing and then we get into the actual movie yeah and somebody puts was it lsd yep they someone puts lsd in the punch yeah but the people don't know this at first yeah and slowly, and I mean very slowly, the acting and writing and directing in this mm-hmm. to make it where things just start to seem a little off. And then they start to seem a little more off. And the more you get into this movie, the more the madness occurs mm-hmm. where, you know, people get are starting to get angrier. They're starting to get hornier and things start to happen. And, you know, let me tell you, Nothing and no one is safe. No. Because, you know, a child is killed in a very violent way. Yeah. And the people are, like, celebrating. Yeah. They're, like, laughing because they're so far gone. Because, think about it. All these people, they're dehydrated. Because, like I said, they've been dancing this whole time. Well, here's the thing. That's a lot of LSD they consumed. Yeah. I mean, they kept drinking the punch. Well, that's what I'm saying, and they're yeah. dehydrated. Yeah. So they have nothing in their system. They've just done this dance, mm-hmm. so their heart rate's up. Yeah. They're dehydrated, and they're all like just drinking, drinking, drinking this punch, which, if I'm not mistaken, it was an alcoholic punch. Mm-hmm. Because the pregnant girl didn't drink it because it was an alcoholic punch. That's right. So the alcohol... You mix that with a elevated heart rate, dehydrated, yeah, and LSD. So the alcohol is making LSD work harder, mm-hmm. and these people are just kicking back. Yeah, like this movie. I'm telling y'all, Climax is a five star movie to me. Climax because is... the acting was top notch. The camera work was yeah. top notch. The dance, and like I said, the tension. Yeah. Like, I've seen movies where I've maybe been momentarily more tense, but you want to talk one movie where I am tense the whole movie, and that's Climax. That movie was an experience I don't know will be replicated by another movie anytime yeah. soon. I can't tell you. Me and Eddie watched it together. 
Didn't know anything about didn't it. Didn't know anything about it. Trey I, was just like, I heard about this movie that's getting some buzz called Climax. Yeah. And I was and like, Climax? I saw a trailer and that was it. And other than that, I didn't know anything about it. That movie is one of my absolute favorite movies. And Oh, and the song, well, not song, it's more of like, it's just like notes. Yeah. The notes that they're dancing to in the big 10-minute dance scene at the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. Is also played in an evening of Beverly Left Lynn. Oh, that yes. <laughs> now Beverly Left Lynn was a twenty-four. It might have to go up on the list. Yeah, but it wasn't. It, it but wasn't. We'd so have to for our man Lawrence. Yeah, exactly. Lawrence, you know, justice for Lawrence. Uh. <laughs> but guys, we're at the end. Yep. You know, this has been two great weeks of indie films, and I mean, we have tons of big blockbuster we got you know maverick and jurassic world dominion Mm -hmm. all this stuff coming out but we you know really enjoyed these two weeks of talking about the dark and dark sky films and then talking about men and a24 yeah you know two great companies that are really trying different ideas especially a24 and they're doing great things in the industry yes and the stuff they're putting out is getting a lot of notoriety i mean you saw everything everywhere all at once. It was getting all the buzz on TikTok, yeah. all on social media, and you know for good reason. Yeah, they're broadening their horizon for the stuff that they're like accepting, and it's for their benefit. Hey, like I said, Room. I don't know if a movie that year got more Oscar nominations. Yeah, exactly. So that exactly. just goes to show you, you know, they do like to experiment, but sometimes those experiments, yeah, kill it. Yeah, I agree. But guys, if you want to tell us your favorite A24 film, mm-hmm. or one you dislike, or if you want to tell us what you thought of men, especially yeah. that last third, that's really yeah. what we care about. Yeah. We don't, you know, we would love to hear the, the first, first two hours. The first hour is understandable. Everyone's going to Yeah, but we, we, we want to know about that last, yeah. you last know. 30. What did you think about that? Yeah. You can do that so many ways. You can tweet us at film underscore toast. You can look for us on Instagram and TikTok. Pardon me. A toast to film, all one word. Or you can email us directly, bingingandbrewing at gmail.com. And from Trey and myself, we just wish you a good night. And good viewing, everyone.